Oh, praise God from whom all blessings flow. Welcome to today's episode of Marriage and Family Clinic. Every one of our listeners in the United States of America, welcome back. And to all of you, our valued listeners all around the globe, every other country, I'm so honored to have you still. Welcome every one of you everywhere, every time to Marriage and Family Clinic. In Southern Virginia, Northeastern North Carolina, we're coming to you on WGPL 1350 and WPC 1400 on your AM dial. We're also on WBXB 100.1 on your FM dial. You can also tune in and listen to us on the live stream at www.christianbroadcastingcompany.com. And if you'd like to hear this or any other broadcast, you can find the podcast simply by searching Bishop C.D. Hodges. That's right. Go back and listen to the podcast simply by searching Bishop C.D. Hodges on iTunes, iHeartRadio, or Spotify. Probably a couple more platforms out there, but those are the main ones. iTunes, iHeartRadio, and Spotify. And just click on that purple podcast player on your smart device and you can search and find Marriage and Family Clinic. Just search Bishop C.D. Hodges and you'll find Marriage and Family Clinic. Marriage and Family Clinic is here to help you break down and gain enlightenment into your relationship dynamics. And we hope to help you identify what makes you tick in your relationships. Ultimately, really want to help you repair, grow, and perfect your marriage and your family relationships. So many, so many of our marriage and family relationships are in deep, deep trouble. And we want to add you some tools, add to your toolbox, your relationship toolbox, give you something to help you find out what's going on. Tap into uh, that negative energy, that unnecessary, that unfortunate energy that permeates so many of our relationships. We want to help you get to the bottom of that and help you fix that. All right. Now, a couple of months ago, I did a mini-series on divorce. Uh, We covered some good material in that series that I hope helped somebody along the way. I did get some good response, and some of you told me that uh, it really helped you. Uh, A couple of those segments caught you at a really good time, or uh, not a really good time, but it was the best time to catch you. It was a really good time to catch you because it did offer you some help right in line with our mission. Uh, now, although we did cover some good, much-needed material in that mini-series on divorce, there is one aspect of divorce that we did not cover. We did not have time or did not take the time to cover um, during that mini-series on divorce, and that was we did not cover the effects of divorce on children. We did not cover the effect of divorce on children. And believe you me, there are many, many, many deep, impactful, long-term effects of divorce on children. You cannot find a child of divorce who is not deeply impacted for a long, long time. Even if their hearts have been healed, even if their hearts have been mended, the brokenness has been mended, Uh, they still remember the devastating effect that the divorce had on them uh, watching their moms and their dads split up. So we did not cover that, but I think that the the subject area, this particular point is so important. This particular point is so important. Uh, It deserves that we go back in that area uh, for just at least one more segment and talk about the effects of divorce on children. And you know, a lot of people who divorce in their marriage are the child, uh, were the children of divorce. Yes, a lot of people 
husbands and wives who divorce now in their marriage, they were the children of divorce. Now, I'm not saying that if parents divorce, then it automatically means their children are going to divorce. But there is a correlation. And correlation does not mean cause and effect. Correlation means there is simply some association that cannot be denied. There's some association that must be paid attention to. So when it comes to being the child of divorce, there is such a strong correlation between divorced parents being the children of divorce that it must be paid attention to. And so we're trying to pay attention to it in this particular episode here. Um, again, there's just such this, this deep impact, long-term impact, long-term effect of divorce on children. We have to give it some time and some attention. And, and I'm speaking because I have, I've had the uh, unfortunate honor of observing several divorces over the years. Uh, I've seen this thing play out. I've seen what it can do. And I've seen all of this uh, for two reasons, mainly because of the type of work that I do as an assistant inspector general working in the Department of Defense and, uh, and being in the ministry for a number of decades now. And so between my ministry and my secular job, I get to see some really unfortunate circumstances play out in people's lives. And one of the most unfortunate circumstances uh, that I get to see is divorce and the havoc that it reaps on children. Divorce wreaks havoc on children. Believe you me, take my word for it right here. I'm, I'm not messing around. I'm not playing. I'm not exaggerating. I'm not overstating this. Uh, divorce wreaks havoc on children. And we need to keep that in mind. And to be honest with you, no child should have to go to bed at night and, and have to lay there and process every night, night after night, night after night, for years on end, no child should have to go to bed and have to process why his or her mom and dad are no longer married. No child should have to walk around feeling like there's some kind of a black cloud hanging over his or her head, wondering how many kids are in school are talking about them and and having to explain multiple times why both parents don't attend school events. And you know what? School children, children in school can be evil. Just plain old evil. Not bad, not misbehaving. School age children, especially when you're around the middle school and high school years, especially in those teenage years, school children, school age children can be plain old evil. And it's nothing to think that a kid in school would throw it up in the child's face day after day when his mom and dad divorced. No child should have to go through that. Being a teenager is going to present enough challenges already without the added weight, the added burden of having to defend your divorced mom and dad. No child should have to deal with this stuff. And, and I'm serious now. I'm serious when I'm telling you. Just imagine this. Yeah, I don't think it's too much to think that a child would lay awake at night, have to cry himself or herself to sleep at night, trying to figure out what happened to mom and dad. 
why they are no longer married. No child should have to go through that. And so it's no secret that adults fail at marriage. That's no secret. The divorce rate proves that adults fail at marriage. It's simply put, you fail. It's not about excuses. It's not about whose fault it is. You fail. But what we need, uh, 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 you got to get this right here. You fail adults sometimes, but adults should not continually pass their relationship, their love, and their marriage failures on to their children. Hear me now. Adults fail in marriage. Adults fail in life. But we cannot continue to pass our failures on through our children. Pass them on to our children. And we pass them on emotionally. I don't have time to get into that. But I'm telling you that's what happened. And I'm going to tell you why in just a moment. And I'm going to say something here that may sound like I'm downplaying the important. <coughs> excuse me. I'm going to say something here that sounds like I may be downplaying the importance or the magnitude of divorce. But believe me, I'm not doing that. I, I do not think that I am. And, and here it is. Here's what I want to say. Where divorce is concerned, adults should be adult enough to admit they failed, accept their failure, process the meaning and impact of their failure, and then really do what is good and what is best for their children. And I'm not downplaying the importance and the magnitude of divorce here. I'm not, I'm not uh, uh, trivializing it here. There's a lot of hurt in divorce. There's a lot of emotional turmoil, a lot of emotional uh, upheaval involved in divorce between the husband and the wife and certainly between the children. The whole family is thrown into an upheaval. The life of the whole family is shattered. But still, husbands and wives, need to be adult enough to admit they failed, accept the failure, process the meaning of the failure, process the impact of their failure, and then really do what is good and what is best for their children. You know, too often I've seen divorced husbands and wives become so angry with each other that they use the children as pawns. What do I mean use the children as pawns? Well, husbands and wives become so angry with each other that they manipulate, they restrict, they impose things on the children in order to use the children to hurt the other spouse. Oh my goodness. I hope you're hearing this. Husbands and wives may become so consumed with their own anger that they just lose sight of the fact that their children are people with hearts, with souls, with feelings who deserve a chance to grow up with their baggage without their mom's and dad's baggage weighing them down. Did you get that? Husbands and wives, you can't be so hurt that you pass your baggage on to your children. Life is going to present enough opportunities to gain baggage. Your children don't need you passing yours on to them. Children don't deserve that. You're going to hear me say that a number of times. Children don't deserve it. Moms and dads, you got to be careful. Don't become so consumed with your own anger. 
that you lose sight of your children and how to care for your children, the care that your children need. Your children are much, much, much more than palms and pawns in some kind of uh, uh, game. They're much more than pawns in some kind of a competition. They're not pieces in a game to be played with. Their souls are at stake. And mom and dad, if you fail in your marriage, that's what it is, a failure. Divorce is a failure. Mom and dad, if you fail, you need to be extremely careful and have enough maturity, have enough love, have enough concern, have enough guts to take care of your children through it all. All right? Now, when, when husbands and wives pass their hurt and their anger onto the children, what you're doing, in fact, is making the children take on adult responsibilities. Mom and dad, husbands and wives, when you get so angry and hurt that you pass that hurt on to your children, you, you display that hurt and act out that hurt and that anger to your children, in front of your children, around your children, when your children have to endure that and have to observe that, you're making your children take on adult responsibilities. And you're making your children have to handle adult problems that they're just not mature enough to handle. When husbands and wives talk down the other in the presence of the children, husbands and wives continually fight and argue in the presence of the children. Husbands and wives won't allow the children uh, uh, to see or talk to the other spouse. When these things go on, mom and dad, husbands and wives, you are in fact forcing your children to deal with adult problems. And you can't even handle your adult problems. How do you expect your children to negotiate your adult problems successfully? You can't even do it. My goodness. Husbands and wives, listen here. Husbands and wives can get so hurt and angry until that hurt and anger drives them to do the unreasonable, the inappropriate thing like abdicate their adult and parental responsibilities. And when adults abdicate their adult and parental responsibilities, the children have to step in and assume a responsibility that they are in no way, they are nowhere near ready to handle. I said a mouthful there, but you need to get that. Mom and dad, when you abdicate your parental and your adult responsibilities, you automatically pass that on. You automatically pass those adult responsibilities down to your children. And your children are in no way, shape, form, or fashion prepared or ready or equipped to handle those responsibilities. You got to be careful. You got to be careful. You cannot Go through a divorce without including your children. Your children are part of this family. And that's why I say, I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it again. Adults should be adult enough 
to admit that they failed, accept the failure of the marriage, process the meaning of the failure, process the impact of the failure, and then do the really adult, mature, loving thing. Do what is good and what is best for your, your children. My, 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 my. No one in their right mind will believe that all the anger posturing that goes on between a divorced husband and wife can be good for their children. You can't believe that. No way in the world you can believe that. And I'm going to give you the benefit of the doubt also. If you're on here and you've been through a divorce, a messy divorce, where there was anger, bitterness, resentment, a really, a, a, a really a hostile relationship prior to the divorce. You know good and well that it's not good for your children. But you pass it on to your children anyhow. Now watch this, watch this. I'm going to give you a caveat here. Remember back in the segment, the mini-series we did on divorce, we told you, we told you that even in divorce, it's possible that a husband and a wife, they really, truly love each other. They really, truly love each other, even though they're going to divorce. The problem is they don't have the tools. They don't have the love tools that's required to love through some situations. They don't have what it takes to love through some situations that tax them heavier than what they're able to handle. And they don't have the tools to love through it themselves and remain married. And guess what? They don't have the tools either to keep, to prevent passing on that hurt, that anger, that rejection, that humiliation, uh, uh, those hostilities. They don't have the tools to prevent passing it on to their children either. And that's why here on Marriage and Family Clinic, we're trying to help you identify some of these things. We really want to help you identify some of these things. And my challenge to you is, if you're a parent, if you are a husband and a wife, you're heading towards a divorce, you've already divorced, you've got children in the middle, be adult enough to accept it, deal with it, process it. Get on with your lives. And don't, for God's sake, don't pass it on to your children. All right? Uh, please, if you want to talk some more about that, email me, cdhodges at hotmail.com. We can set up a time where we can talk about it. I'll gladly talk about it some more. Now, I, I hope I'm talking only about a worst-case scenario here also. When I'm talking about how we pass this negative energy, these negative emotions and, and this turmoil and how divorce can wreak havoc on the emotions of children, I really hope I'm talking about a worst-case scenario only. But uh, you get my point, right? It's just not fair to the children for them to be made to have to deal with this. And listen, when I say adults abdicate their roles and responsibility, I mean they should not allow this immensely negative emotional energy to flow down to their children. I'm trying to say this in a number of ways. I hope you're getting it. Being an adult. And I know you can hide feelings. You do it at work. You do it at church. 
You do it in every other area of your life. It's not good to hide feelings, but you just can't. You just can't. Oh, my goodness. You just have to be extremely careful with your emotional outbursts, uh, uh, emotional displays around your children when there's an unsettling in the marriage, husbands and wives. Now, because the children are going to have to process this. They're going to have to deal with it. They're going to have to deal with it. And see, one thing that is common among children is that children have a tendency to blame themselves for the parents' failure. Did you know that? Children, and the younger they are, the younger they are, the more this is so. Children have a tendency to blame themselves for the parents' failure in marriage. Mom and dad divorced, children have a tendency to ask themselves, what did I do to cause it? So along with rolling over at night, unable to sleep because they're trying to figure out why mom and dad married, now they're also going to be dealing with the fact that they're going to have to uh, uh, be unsettled by the imaginary thought, the imaginary thought that they somehow caused the divorce. Can you imagine a child, whatever age they are, Whatever age they are, that child is trying to defend themselves against themselves as they blame themselves for their parents' failure. Wow. They've got to deal with that. Your child is 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, whatever the age. They're going to spend half their waking days, half their life, trying to defend themselves against themselves. What does that conversation sound like? trying to defend themselves against themselves because they blame themselves for their parents' failure in marriage. Can you imagine the mental and the emotional anguish that that child must be experiencing? They thought they had a happy family. But lo and behold, mom and dad spring the divorce on them. The child is convinced they did something wrong. And they're trying to figure out, what, what did I do wrong? What did I do? What was it? Put yourself in the child's shoes. Put yourself in the child's shoes. You as the child, you're convinced you did something wrong. But you can't figure out what it is. So, so with all of this going on, this emotional upheaval, with all of this going on, there should definitely be no surprise when the child acts out in some inappropriate way because they're trying to process the imaginary thought that they were the cause of their parents' divorce in some way. Don't be surprised when the child acts out uh, inappropriately at school, at home, at church, in public, whatever the case may be. The child may try and reach back and lock on to some event in his past and imagine that, that even or, or some events were, were the cause of the divorce. Wow. He may reach back to that event, that time, that moment in time when mom and dad were arguing over whether or not to buy him shoes, when mom and dad uh, arguing over whether or not he, he or she could go to gymnastics, when mom and dad were, were dealing with him going to summer camp, who would pick, it, pick him up? The child is going to reach back in their past, grab a hold to some memory 
of mom and dad arguing in which he or she was involved in the argument or was the subject of the argument. They'll reach back and grab a hold of something in order to rationalize their feelings of responsibility for the divorce. Well, maybe if you didn't have me, I wouldn't have caused the divorce and then you could be happy. Yeah, this is what children are dealing with. And it's just not fair to the child. It's just not fair to the child. You know what? Children are going to have to grieve uh, the loss of their family, just like husbands and wives will have to grieve the loss of their marriage. Children have grown used to having this unit, and now this unit is going to be broken up. And they're going to have to grieve that also. And you see how adults act when they're grieving, whether it's grie grieving the loss of a job or the loss of a loved one or the loss of a relationship. Adults act out when they grieve. So again, you cannot be surprised if in this grief, children should manifest inappropriate behavior. Uh, 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 dropping grades or skipping school, rebellion at school, rebellion at home, disinterest, depression, and so much more. You can't be surprised when this happened. It's very, 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 very unfortunate that some children may even experiment with alcohol and drugs in an effort to deal with the pain and the confusion brought about by the divorce. And yes, there are those very few children. Again, I pray and hope that I'm talking about a very, 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 very worst case scenario. But there are those very, very few children who blame themselves for the divorce, the busting up of the family so much that they commit suicide. But you can't be surprised when these negative outbursts happen. When these inappropriate behaviors manifest because children are trying to negotiate these strong emotions that they're not mature enough to negotiate. These are all natural responses when you have to process emotional energy that you're not mature enough to process. It's nearly impossible for children not to have some issues to one degree or another. Adults, parents, moms and dads, when you choose to divorce, always remember now, divorce is a choice. So moms and dads, parents, when you choose to divorce, be adults, be mature enough to protect your children. Be grown up enough to protect your children. And protecting your children means, first of all, honestly talking with them about what's going on. You have to break it down Barney style and really make sure you work hard to let them know they did nothing wrong. But rather, mom and dad have some problems that they just don't know how to deal with. And it would be better if we were no longer married. The children must know that the parents' failure had nothing to do with them. The children must be reassured that they are in no way, shape, form, or fashion, no how, no imaginary way are they the cause of the parents' failure in marriage. And the parents' failure will not interfere with them loving the children. The children must know that. Each parent has to be ultra careful of how they speak about the other parent in the presence of the children. 
Each parent has to accept the responsibility to do all they can to help make sure the children maintain a loving, supportive, and nurturing relationship with the other parent. Don't do something dumb like ask the child which parent they want to live with. That's too heavy for the child. That's your responsibility, mom and dad. Moms and dads, you're going to be co-parenting. You need to be in agreement when you speak to the children, especially in matters of discipline. Remember, you need to get somebody to help you figure out how to co-parent. You're going to be co-parenting now. You got to get somebody to help you figure that out. You weren't born with that kind of knowledge. And it's not as easy as it seems. It's not as easy as it sounds. Get that third party. You know I'm always going to recommend a third party. And speaking of third parties, don't be afraid to ask for, for uh, some counseling. It may be a professional. It may be a pastor. maybe a mentor. Whoever it is, it has to be somebody that you will allow to tell you the truth, the whole truth, and nothing but the truth. So help you God. And don't take it for granted that your child is okay. Regardless of what words come out of their mouths, a child cannot be okay when their parents divorce. You know, you know there was a time not long ago when moms and dads would remain married for the sake of the children. Now before you jumped in the conclusion, I'm in no way saying just stay married for the sake of the children. If you listen to me for any length of time, you know that's not so. I'm saying husbands and wives, you know when you fail. You know that. You know that. Take care of your children. All right? My goodness, I'm running out of time here. I'm all out of time. Uh, I want to finish this, but just know that divorce will wreak havoc on a child's emotions. And you have to take care of your children. Do whatever it is you got to do, but take care of your children. Hey, listen, I'm all out of time. I wish I had a couple of more minutes to finish this. But if you want to talk about this, email me at cdhodges at hotmail.com. I got to get out of here and I got to go. But remember, you can't have peace until you surrender your life to the Prince of Peace. God bless you. We're out.